0: Life is made of teeny catalytic moments of immense impact. When strung together, the transformation is magical. Join us and let's color outside the lines. Welcome to the Catalyst Podcast. In this episode, I get to have the pleasure of talking to Uli Erserlo of Big Boost Marketing. We've had him on the podcast before and you can't get enough of AI. He is an AI super user, helping all of our healthcare practitioners really level up and optimize their use of chat GPT. So whether you know what chat GPT is or not, and this is a brand new word for you, you need to listen to this episode. Inside, you're gonna hear the four things that he recommends. That you do to immediately start utilizing this amazing tool, not just for copywriting or email or blog writing. It's a tool that can help you. It can help you create a league of staff in your practice that can do things and automate things and provide you less cognitive drain so that you're more flow channeled. And then he also has a wonderful resource for you. It is in the show notes where you can find his workshop and level up your ability to use this AI powered tool. So have fun listening. I have one of my favorite people back. Uli Ursulo, he's with Big Boost Marketing. I absolutely love our conversations because they're fun, they're free flowing and he's my go-to person for anything tech, AI and really streamlining and automating as much as you can in an independent practice. Because as we talk on the Catalyst podcast, you can be burned out probably more so as an independent doctor. So you leap from that fire into the frying pan, or is it the frying pan into the fire? And you're thinking you're developing this beautiful new career choice, and you're going to level up and then soon find yourself stuck in bottlenecks and in indirect communication, unclear processes. And Uli's the guy that I've relied on for the last five years. And he's got great tutorials. And today we're talking all about my favorite new relationship um, is Chat GPT. And I know that Uli is going to have a lot to say. So welcome back to the podcast.
1: Oh, thanks so much, Laura. So glad to be here. And um, I, as you said, have been deeply immersing myself in how AI tools can massively increase our productivity while reducing cognitive drain. And you know, I'm doing this specifically in the health and wellness content marketing arena, but I have positive whiplash. It's like where did this thing come from? How the heck <laughs> did a technology like ChatGPT change society's perception of AI? You know what happened between November and yes. end of January? In just two months, everyone is talking about ChatGPT. And again, if you're listening and you're you're a little bit behind the curve, now is the time to get involved because I I believe this is not just going to be a shiny new object. It, this is here to stay. It's going to disrupt everything, how we do it, especially in healthcare. Um, And there's statistics that say health and wellness are probably the biggest sector for artificial intelligence to disrupt.
0: Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Uh, and if you're listening, recall a few episodes ago where I interviewed the founder of health.io or health1, and he is doing the same thing. This is This is the dawn of an emerging era. We all remember where we were when Google started. We all remember where we were when Facebook or Instagram took off or TikTok. This is going to blow everything out of the water because it is literally like a league of assistance that can help you do almost anything. And that's the hardest part, I think, for myself and for other practitioners that I mentor. It's it's the wrapping your brain around how this can help is almost too mind-blowing, that it's uncomfortable to, to start in the water. So why don't you, for those that may not know what ChatGPT is, give a simple definition and, and a couple examples of how you first started using it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, it's actually... Really amazing to see how quickly ChatGPT emerged on the scene. Um, it is essentially an interface that allows you to ask conversational questions and you'll get answers that are machine generated. So, based on what you're asking it, the system will figure out what you're looking for and then provide answers. And those answers are sourced based on a database that was curated a couple of years back. Um, and that database is called GPT-3. And so ChatGPT is essentially the interface. So if the Netscape Navigator or the Internet Explorer that suddenly made the internet more useful, that before it was a command line interface and only geeks could use it, and now you have this nice interface. And I think the beauty is that the reason why ChatGPT really took off is for three reasons. Number one, it's free. So it's like zero barrier to entry and it is extremely easy to use. You just ask a question and it gives you an answer back. And just like an intern that sits at your front desk, you know, it depends on how you direct your intern in what kind of answers you get back. But I don't think those two things are enough to actually get people truly excited about ChatGPT. What's really so exciting about it is that it makes you so much more productive. You know, it is amazing at ideating things, Um, And it's amazing at writing the first draft of nearly anything. And we're going to talk about specific examples, what they could look like. But the, the truth is really, it's this third piece where people realize in the moment, holy cow, this is making me so much more productive. I can accomplish in one hour of what normally would take me 20 hours. And I'm not exaggerating. There's definitely a 10X factor there. And in that moment, there's so much dopamine release that you realize like, holy cow, it's like I can, the world will never be the same. And you know, that moment, that experience is the same for everyone. And this is why everyone is so addicted to chat GPT <laughs> and why it has disrupted everything because people realize it makes a real difference in their life it's not just some annoying free software that maybe has some application it really fundamentally changes you know how people seek and process information and we can talk more about the difference between a search business model and an answer business model but it is like the arrival of the gutenberg printing press um the world won't be the same
0: i agree it is If you're a medical student listening, you probably don't know the era that I lived in where we had these big white coats overstuffed with these tiny little books that we would look up things. This is before we had handheld smartphones, and we would be lost if we didn't have that coat. And they were heavy because you would stuff as many notes as you could in your pocket. Because let's be honest, you don't have an infinite working memory in your brain, your, your prefrontal cortex, you're you're exhausting it all day long. And so we would stuff our, co- our coats and then look at these books and then came along smartphones, right? Or Google, and you could look up things in a database that was way more convenient. Well, this is taking it, like you said, to the next level. And the thing that I think people don't understand is it isn't Google. It isn't just what are the stats here? Or it's not an information getting machine. It actually is doing things for you. And I like to treat it like a person and just asking, can you help me write this email? Or can you help me understand what five steps I could do next? And it eliminates, even if you know what to do, it eliminates you having to go back in that hippocampus and retrieve all that information. It's just like giving it there, and then you can polish the last ten percent and and make it your own. I mean, it's fantastic. What was? Do you recall the very first thing you had it do?
1: I just uh, punched in something, and it was about copywriting something. Write me an email around Same. something, and the output wasn't necessarily that satisfying, but um, it was enough for me to realize. Wow. Okay. This is actually pretty good for first draft. And, you know, that is probably the next thing that we should be talking about that, you know, yes, it is a great assistant. It will never replace you as a health and wellness professional, your expertise, because you really have to think about is how this is phrased really uniquely me? And is it actually correct? Um, there's this phenomenon that ChatGPT starts to hallucinate because it actually doesn't really know it just strings words together that somehow through the magic of artificial intelligence sound correct. In most cases, when we talk about health coaching stuff, it is perfectly on point. It just knows how to phrase things, but it is not innately knowing like you as a expert, uh, with, with your, all your experience. And so this is what you have to add on top of what chat GPT uh, generates. For instance, um, ChatGPT is not connected to the internet. So if you're saying, hey, where did this come from? And
0: I it will hallucinate
1: and make things. So it is essentially a box that was um, essentially curated. They took all these documents and I suspect not a lot of PubMed information made it into the that mm. box. And a bunch of humans manually curated that box, millions of documents, and they locked it down in the spring of 2021. So we are working with information that is as current as 2021. Yet ChatGPT can extrapolate into the future. And this is why it seems like it knows current stuff, but it's not really connected to the internet. And then that box, um, again, that was sanitized by humans. So there's an artificial bias on what it can answer. So sexually explicit concept, Mm -hmm. violence, um, hate speech, all of this was manually removed. And so this is why when chat GPT gives answers, it might not find answers about sexual health or women's Mm -hmm. health, where it just all that was manually removed. And so you have to know this as a health and wellness practitioner that, um, it doesn't have the perfect database of all of PubMed all the stuff that you like to draw on and if you say hey where did this come from there's no source that it goes back to and saying this was in PubMed this article now this is where obviously Bing chat GPT that was just released for everyone they're now taking Bing with you know access to the internet and comparing it at chat GPT and merging the output together and so now Bing chat GPT, can actually pull references out there and do all the things. So, you know, I think that's the next step that you have an internet aware chat GPT version that really, um, you know, gives you current answers and that's really biased, you know, based on, what you need and saying, here's the resources that I pulled it from. You can go back to the original literature saying, yep, this is legit. This is legit. And so I think this is where the next generation with chat GPT um, based on GPT-4 is going to go.
0: Oh, my goodness. I love this. I was trying to source the, the next topic I wanted to talk to you about. There was an article in New York Times, and maybe you saw it. Um, where obviously it was about ChatGPT. And I can't find it at this point, but a cardiologist had uploaded a case study and was blown away at the accuracy. And ChatGPT predicted and accurately identified the next steps, the next test, the the treatment protocol. And it was just amazing. So I can see it also helping in medical litigation. You can check yourself. I mean, there is no one right way to heal a patient. We know that. And you're gonna have your own method you're going to have your own change and, and mm-hmm. tweak on things, but you can start from a basis of sourcing the information there and kind of checking Did I, oh yeah, I did forget that one. We could add that one test in, in the blood work, you know, and like you said, this is only the beginning. And if you've tried Chat GPT, and you were like me back in November, I tried it a little bit. I thought it was kind of a cool little toy. I I loved it, but I didn't really use it. It might mean that you don't know how to use it. It's a tool. And sometimes just giving it something simple and it comes out with an output that's simple, it's not that inspiring. So Uli, walk us through some of the top three things that you might recommend if somebody isn't wowed by Chad GPT yeah.
1: yet. So there's there's a process to really educating ChatGPT. And let's just use the shorthand training your intern because the analogies are really very valid. So you have a new intern coming in Monday morning, 9 a.m. What's the first thing that you do? Well, if you're smart, then you would probably educate them on, here's what our practice does. Here is what your job description is. Here's everything that you need to know about, let's say integrative or functional medicine as it pertains to women's health or gut health, et cetera. And you really just feed it information to you know, give it context and reference points. So that's where it draws from. So if you do this part first and you really tell the intern, hey, you are an expert copywriter working for a functional medicine practice that specializes in women's health, hormone imbalances, gut health, cognitive um, decline, and chronic fatigue. And our patients are typically um, perimenopausal and menopausal women age 45 to 65 that struggle with um you know, weight issues with hormone imbalances, with poor sleep, anxiety, etc. And, you know, our approach is called functional medicine that involves this. So you educate essentially your intern on all the parameters that your practice um, inherits. And then we're going into the next phase and that is setting up the first prompt. Um, I want, I need help with, and then you feed it what you want. It's like, I uh, want X, Y, Z. And I look for these answers. And the third part of the prompt is, I want you to give me X. So you give it what I am. I will give you this, 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 and you will give me that back. And you specify what you wanted to give back. Give it back to me in a table format with three columns that are titled X, Y, and Z. Um, Give it back to me as a sentence style summary of 10 bullet points give it back to me with analogies, give it back to me in a caring and empathetic and um, conversational tone. So you specify essentially what you wanna get back and then you send off your intern do the work and you know, 0.7 seconds later, task is complete and you get the output and you see, yeah, okay, 80% there. So now we give corrective feedback. All right, yes. good first try. I want you to make it more emotional. I wanted to make it more clear, you know, include things that your patients would never admit to your spouse, but is lying awake about at night. And then you get stuff back that is heavy duty. Wow. The deepest fears, you know, how they really work. It's like, okay, now that you have this outline, um, what are, Let's say you may say, what are 20 things my patients lie awake about at night and would never tell their spouse? So now you get 20 things. And as we talked about before, it's not that you wouldn't be able to do this on your own, Correct. but it will take you 20 hours to come up with the 20 points. So in, in 0.7 seconds, you have all these things and now you feel inspired. Wow, I should write an email about this. I should write an email about this. You know, it turns on all the light bulbs. Um, and this is exactly where the dopamine release happens. It's like, yes. wow, I could turn this into so much stuff and I know exactly what you say. And then you pick one of these points. Okay, let's write an email about this topic or let's write a social media point about this and include the following talking points. One, two, three. And you can, again, ask it, give me some talking points. But you're chaining these commands, these prompts together and You essentially go back and forth with your intern to get the output that you want. That will be probably 95% where you want it. And then you just take that output and clean it up, add your own language, add your own stories, and it's ready to go.
0: Yes, that is beautiful. And I want to recap because those are really good actionable tips. So if you are listening and you have a pencil, first, you have to educate. Right. You have to educate. That's the difference with just like a Google search engine. What this is is a bi directional conversation. So you're going to educate your specific persona and you're going to explain, you know, what they are, who they are, what they're acting at. Then you prompt them with a request and you're going to ask them to give it in a specific format. So this is a conversation saying, here is who you are. Here is what I'm looking for, but I want it in this format. And then the last part, which is correction. And I didn't realize how easy and fun that part is, is, you know, I I was doing this yesterday, playing around with it, saying, I want you to give me video topic ideas on this, you know, and, and they, they gave me some ideas. Then I said, how about what would a video look like? And then they gave me the timestamps about 30 seconds here. And okay. And then I said, can you generate 20 really warm, funny, clever prompts that would, would hook someone? They started generating. I didn't like it. So I stopped and I said, that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for something a little less hurtful humor, you know? And it was really interesting because they apologized and said, I kind of want to give them a name. I wish we could name them.
1: Well, you have then different interns. And again, that's the power of yes, ChatGPT can be super productive, but imagine having an army of intern, not just one person at the front desk. You have 50 standing at your front door and it's like, okay, what would you have them do? So it's not just writing copy and coming up with ideas, um, but it could be, hey, I need a video editor that edits my video. I need a person that um, summarizes my videos and turns it into show notes for a podcast. I need an editor that sits in on all my Zoom meetings and summarizes and gives me a bulleted outline i need an editor that uh, serves as a customer service person a front test person writing difficult emails um, um it's it's i need a front-end person that is writing faqs and you know answering common questions that patients have that i don't have to write you know, this all out by hand, but, uh, you know, I have a database to think about. So think of ChatGPT really as the ecosystem of having 10, 20, 30 interns working for you each with a specific job assignment, with a specific role, with a specific education. And, you know, I've recently learned last week that you can educate Uh, a copywriter to write in your style and voice that whatever you task it afterwards with a very simple command, it remembers everything that comes before it. And it can have exactly that right angle of humor, sarcasm, um, opinionatedness, and uh, however you talk um, that it doesn't sound bland, that it is spunky, that, um, and I felt like, wow, I could really step up my copywriting persona to be a little bit more opinionated and maybe a little bit less um uh, i don't know um te- preachy um so you know figuring out what is that balance that naturally i probably wouldn't write this way but let chat gpt help me tweak this a little bit where i want to be with this and maybe chat gpt can teach me how to be maybe less yes. preachy and more entertaining so right, I right. think it's like a uh, coach yeah Having your own code. So um ideation and copywriting is obviously the mainstay of Chat GPT because it is a text-based tool. But there's many other AI tools that I've been geeking out on. So I mentioned video editing. Um again, that is something that a lot of people, when they do video, they feel, oh, I didn't come out right and I don't know how to edit, and I don't want to hire an editor. There's now a tool that we like, Descript.com. and you just upload the video and then it creates the equivalent of a you know, word, Microsoft Word or Google Doc. And just by you highlighting the copy, removing words, adding words, it sanitizes your video script. So it essentially edits out what you delete. And so now everybody, anybody that knows how to, you know, use Microsoft Word, you can actually edit your videos and then you press a button, okay, export this. And the amazing thing is, okay, highlight all the filler words, the arms, the ass, you knows, the I means, and then, it just removes all of this with one keystroke and you have a beautifully sanitized video. And that's great for podcast. It's great for, you know, it's, it's surprisingly good even for direct to camera video that we use this now all the time um, to create something. So imagine you you record an online course uh, or, or instructions for patients um, about different procedures in your office and you don't like you know, how you said it, that there's too many filler words. Okay, you can simply remove it and create a clean version. And the beautiful thing is it allows you to overdub it. So if you misspoke somewhere, you just type in the new word and it will take your voice and essentially emulate it. And nobody knows for the better that that's not actually what you see. So you can actually create voiceovers without actually recording your voice. It's just you enter the text and it turns it into voice.
0: That's amazing. So let's back up a little bit on this because this is all amazing information that's going to be very usable and very actionable for anybody listening. But when you say educate, so you mentioned you know, teaching it. Would would most practitioners just copy and paste like a job description and then put it into that conversation? Or do you upload videos? Do you how do you educate your chat GPT AI avatar?
1: Yeah. So right now you know, anything, ChatGPT can only process text, so you have to feed it text. But the next version of ChatGPT that's relying on GPT-4, it will be able to accept images, it will be able to accept um, videos, so you can just give it a video and then it figures out, okay, I got a video, let me transcribe this, let me extract what's in the video, and so you don't have to feed it text. Um, Again, with images, you can give it an image, and You know, there's use cases out this week. It can look at the salad. Oh, this is an egg salad recipe. And it turns it into here's how you would make this recipe. So, hey, I'm looking for a recipe for this. And you upload the image and it says, okay, this is an egg salad recipe. Then it goes out to the internet and creates the ingredient for an egg salad recipe. So you can now feed it imagery and it recognizes what's in the image and what you want it to do. So this is sort of the next level wow. iteration and again the, the speed at which this is developing is mind-blowing i mean chat was launched november 30th you know at the re- time of the recording and this were three months four months in and now we have the next generation of that database that's 500 times more powerful so um this is where it's now multimodal it allows any type of input and can make sense of it you can say hey uh, I'm uploading this image, create me an images like this, but remove the person on the right. And then we'll just remove the person on the right. Or, hey, Photoshop me to be 10, 10 years younger and bam. It, it just <laughs> does it and gives you the thing back. So you can use the text command to serve as... A photo editor you know you're saying hey you don't need to know photoshop you just need to know it's like hey here's an image this image is too blue can you make it more yellow and golden make it warmer and then bam it just does it so you now feed it command you don't need to know how it does it and then you're saying okay this is good can you crop it to be landscape uh, in this 16 by 9 format boom it does it so you now direct your intern you don't need to know how the intern does photoshop you just say intern I need new banner images. Here's the style of images that you like. Can you create images like this? And now it just makes the images up with what you want to do. You know, there's actually software out there called Midjourney that can do it, but now we're going much faster. You don't even have to input the code. You're just saying, hey, I just need images of this and it delivers that.
0: That's amazing. And I know ChatGPT 4 is is beta out. Did you try it? Because I, I think I got the prompt where I could try it. And it was kind yep. of, kind of this fun. This is currently
1: available to everyone that has uh, ChatGPT Plus. And uh, the important thing there to you know is when you have an existing chat history already going and you switch to GPT 4 as the underlying database, it can not switch its way. So you have to really mm. start a new uh, thread and then start it on GPT-4, and then you harness all the goodness that GPT-4 as the underlying database offers. And again, we still don't know what's in this GPT-4 database other than it is, um, the original database was, I think, I don't know, 100 billion documents that it uses, and now it uses 120 trillion documents. So there is this 500-fold increase of, underlying data, examples, etc. cetera. And, and the reason why GPT-4 now incorporates video is because there's only so much text content to source from to build a model. Now imagine everyone uploading their videos. GPT-4 is learning at an accelerated rate to the extent that people upload one hour podcast episodes or videos from webinars, etc. And it, it starts learning and learning at an accelerated race rate so that that's sort of the next step in this evolution and just like the database is growing it feels every day there's new applications coming out new um, technology tools that you know by the time we're done with this podcast there's probably 20 more ai apps that have hit the market and it will infuse every corner of the internet microsoft announced that Um, GPT-4 is integrated in uh, Microsoft Word, Excel, etc. So we haven't even talked about Excel and the mundane work. Now you don't have to be an Excel master. You're saying, hey, create an Excel sheet about this and take what's in column one and multiply it with column B and create a formula to reference this one. And you just verbally instruct your intern, here's how you're doing it. And so we're using it in the context of SEO optimization. Did I say, okay, here's all the URLs on my website. Um, Go find the current meta description and title set. Google uses it to rank it and write a better You know, description and title um, that adequately reflects what the page is about, but infuse these keywords like functional medicine practice in Denver, Colorado, or um, ketamine therapy in Massachusetts. You know, so now you can use it for SEO, for marketing. And again, that's where I geek out. How do I use ChatGPT to help? practitioners with their marketing, fill their discovery call calendars, how can you use it for content generation, marketing, sales support, et cetera, and and leverage it that way. That
0: is awesome. And you have been a great asset to our community because what's unique about your services is you focus strictly on functional and integrated practitioners. You know, the industry it's, you know, you're really that AI leveraged marketer who can up level the game and make it more flow channeled and streamlined and automated so that the rest of our, our brain can be used for medicine and for fun and, and enjoy medicine again. And that's why I think AI is going to be the answer to a lot of our doldrums. Um, It's going to bring us out of the dark ages of, having to do everything ourselves and both in an employed setting, also in our independent models, we're having to do it all. And that's, that's going to end. And it's going to be a wonderful time to be a clinician because you can, you could really put the humanness back into medicine and, and let AI help you do the foundational aspects. So before we let you go, I really want everyone to, to know where they can reach you because you have an amazing workshop that I personally attended. And it is now a course that is available and it comes with a workbook. And I want to let you talk about how useful it is because you had lot hundreds of practitioners do the workshop. So talk a little bit about how people can sign up for that.
1: Yeah, so we created um, a workshop. Uh, it's called uh, ChatGPT for Health and Wellness Content Marketing. And it is really going through this process. How do you set up your individual AI personas, your interns? What can you use it for, not just ChatGPT? And then how would you set this up for your practice? That How do you educate and teach your intern? What are the prompts that you feed it? Um, so that the output that you get is not just um, you know average, it is really mind-blowing. And that it can write emails, that it can uh, create landing pages for lead magnets, that it can create workshops or webinar outlines. And so, in this workshop, we had a couple use cases where we talked about, hey, how do I create an email autoresponder on any given topic? And we would feed it some of your e- emails to, to emulate your tone and voice, and then it would just replicate it. So, it's like, here's an email about fibromyalgia, write me an email about peripheral neuropathy, and it would do a perfect job. So, you can easily Create autoresponders, easily create lead magnets. Um, you can even write your own book. Um, one of the next things that we're going to do is do a workshop on how to create online courses with ChatGPT. You know, ChatGPT, tell me what I need to cover in my course. So, in this particular workshop, we started out with the basics how to get started, how to write emails, social media posts, blog posts, improve SEO, um, write video scripts. So, So, the basics of content marketing. And the beauty is that, you know, we had over 250 folks attend live um, and, you know, everyone was doing different things and yet everyone got amazing, mind-blowing output. And so this is why I feel we definitely hit the nail on the head. Uh, it is multipurpose. No matter what you do, if you're in chronic pain or gut health or hormones, whether you're in regenerative medicine, integrative medicine, even if you weren't in conventional medicine, this can make you so much more, you um, you know, Productive. And so um, to get there, simply go to bigboost.marketing/chat GPT. I'm pretty sure we can put this in the show notes, yes. uh, but that's bigboost.marketing/chat GPT. And you can follow me anywhere at Uli Isalo. Um, I teach a lot of stuff on um, Instagram, on Facebook. We have a private Facebook group uh, full of um, like-minded practitioners like you. So my my mission really is to equip you with the knowledge to take advantage of all these AI tools so you can increase productivity, reduce cost for your marketing, and reduce cognitive drain.
0: Yes, absolutely. You are the ultimate asset for AI boosting all of our processes. And similarly, I'm like a super user of people's brains. I want everyone to feel like they can just get optimized and enjoy and be enthusiastic about medicine again. So I'm going to share my two takeaways from this conversation, which is number one, any tool is going to be worthless unless you make time to learn it. So I personally have made time in my calendar every week. So I will work with ChatGPT because I can't complain about you know, feeling like I don't understand it or I'm not getting it out if I'm not practicing the tool. So I recommend everybody carve out time. It doesn't have to be a long time. You'll be amazed. I wish we could do screenshots of people's live reactions when they see as the chat GPT is like typing everything out. I know my face is always surprised. So make time for it. And then secondly, the the other takeaway is I'm going to start naming my little AI people. I'm going to have names for them so that I can tell my staff I need you to Talk to Susan, and you're going to go in there and ask her to do this because they all have a different kind of purpose. And so, when you start using it in a human way, giving names to the things, you can do that in the upper left corner. You can change the the Chat GPT heading. I think you've really inspired me to embrace this even more and just see how far it can take us. So, thank you again. And thank you to Big Boost Marketing. I look forward to seeing what else you come up with in the future.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you everybody for listening and keep coloring outside the lines. Just a moment to pause. If you're listening to this and you're wondering, how am I going to learn yet another tool for my practice? I got you. Time is our only resource. It's one of my highest priorities. I value time so much that I am endlessly obsessed with how we can use time to our advantage. You're only given a minute Or five or 10. And once it's passed, it's passed. So I devote my work on helping practitioners leverage their calendar to find things that are meaningful for them and be able to be less of a victim of your calendar and more of an empowered leader. So cultivating this flow takes practice. And I have a three-step system that you can learn in my flow-infused time management guide. It's free. It's a downloadable guide that helps you anchor, highlight, and activate using my aha method to create these flow channeling methods so you can bend time and find more joy in your day. Please head to drlarasalliercom forward slash links and become your own time wizard. Thank you for listening and subscribing to the Catalyst Podcast. It is my joy to teach 1 million healthcare practitioners how they can reclaim their own flow to optimize their energy, joy, and eradicate burnout. And you're part of it just by listening. If you'd like more and you are an integrative or functional practitioner yearning to stand above the rest, wanting to express your own personal creativity, and also help patients understand your protocols, the future is visual check out my premium subscription box delivery service. Subscribers get monthly deliveries of digital tools right to your inbox. It's like a mini mentorship delivered right to you once a month. Your first welcome box includes over 63 editable infographics. These are made specifically for functional medicine. They're in Canva, and you're able to swap out your logo, put in text. You can even translate them to different languages. I've done 95% of the work, so you don't have to. You also get a complimentary mentoring session with me and a free copy of my memoir. Now, each monthly box will also contain a brand new infographic release, as well as vaulted masterclasses from deep inside my Catalyst Studio mentorship. You'll also be treated to SOPs and templates and other tools that help you streamline and become more efficient. Check it out, drlaurasalyer.com forward slash links and keep coloring outside the lines.